He's having a ball. And you know, they asked me to get on the mic. And they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. <clears throat> My name is Chris. I'm your host as always. Today we're going to talk about uh, building trust and fostering teamwork among your employees. For a better word for employees, among your team. Building trust and fostering teamwork among your team, your tribe, your people. I don't like really to use the word employees and a bunch of the people I know don't either. But it is a common word. So shout out to you guys that also agree with me on that one. Um, if you don't, not a big deal. Uh, eventually a time will come where that word will probably remove itself from your vocabulary. And also a big shout out to everybody who's supporting this show, listening. I love you guys. So uh, let me teach you a few things about how to build trust and foster teamwork among your team. The first step we're going to talk about when it comes to building trust and fostering teamwork among your team is building trust with yourself as the owner, as the leader, as the entrepreneur. And that's the first step to building trust among other people is the leader has to trust themselves. And this is probably an unorthodox topic taught, you know, but something that I've learned along the way, not trusting myself as a leader, like with decisions and holding myself accountable. It was common among my team. They wouldn't be able to make decisions or hold themselves or their people accountable. So once you as the leader or the entrepreneur or interject whatever word begins to build trust with yourself and hold yourself accountable and do what you say you're going to do and you start working on all this and, and going through it, the irony is your team sees you doing this. They see you being a man or a woman of your word. They see you making promises to yourself and following through with it. They see you putting the work in on the trust with yourself because you always have to remember that your team, your, your, team, your people, they're always watching you. So the first step is building trust with yourself. The second step is to become vulnerable with your team as the leader, as the entrepreneur, interject whatever title you want to put in there, okay? Become vulnerable. And how I'm going to teach this is tell you a quick story. Um, probably about seven, eight years ago, about halfway through my journey, I began being okay with being wrong. For the first six, seven, eight years, something along those lines, I wasn't okay with being wrong because I was led by ego. So around this time, when I began being okay with being wrong, what I started doing was I would publicly announce I was wrong by whoever was in earshot. I would raise my hand and I would say, I am wrong, you are right, or the group is right. 
And then I would drop down and do 50 push-ups, sometimes 30, sometimes 50, depended on what type of mood I was in, but I would publicly raise my hand. I would admit that I was wrong and I would publicly do push-ups. Why would I do push-ups? Well, it's win-win, right? I'm wrong. I'm showing people it's okay to be wrong and I'm also developing the boobs. So remember, they, meaning your team, are always watching you. If they see you, the entrepreneur, the leader, the, the guy, the woman, the person, being okay with being wrong, that gives them the trust to be okay with them being wrong and fundamentally becoming vulnerable themselves, which when that happens, the leader and the team can all be vulnerable that's when some pretty good growth comes for everybody and the company. Last but not least, if you really want to build trust, you have to always be there for your team. Always, 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 always be there for your team. You got to be there for them if they're drunk and they need a ride. You got to be there for them if they're having a tough day. Be there for them if they're having a great day. Be there for them always. If you say, I'll always be there for you whenever you need me, as a leader, as the entrepreneur, you're always going to have to show up. You're always going to have to be there for them. Quick little story that I want to tell regarding this is a couple of years ago, something along those lines, uh, my number two, my top person, was going through uh, a pretty rough spot in her life and she had to get an apartment. And around that time, there were no apartments available. And eventually she had found an, appoint, an apartment and she came to me and she said, Chris, basically you said you would always be there for me. I don't know anything about apartments. My appointment is on Sunday at X time. Can you show up and look at it with me? And I checked my calendar and I said, yeah, absolutely. So that day had come. And about an hour or two before that appointment, one of my clients that I was working with I had asked him, that client, to introduce me to his friend who happened to be Robert O'Neill. Robert O'Neill is the former SEAL that shot Bin Laden and killed Bin Laden several years ago. Well, my friend was friends or is friends with O'Neill. And I had asked my friend, please introduce me to O'Neill. I would love to meet him. We're of the same cut from the same cloth virtually, being military guys. If the opportunity ever arises, just give me a call. Well, it just so happened to be that day when I obligated myself to show up to uh, my team member's appointment to check out the apartment with them to help them. I got the phone call. My friend called me, said, Robert O'Neill said he wants to meet you. We're in New York City. Drop what, drop what you're doing. Come down here and meet us. I'm located in Connecticut. It's not very far from New York City. I picked up the phone. I said, hey, listen, unfortunately, I have a prior appointment. I have an engagement. I can't make it. So we went back and forth a couple of times. And what I ended up saying after being made fun of and ridiculed the entire time because I was saying no to Robert O'Neill, I told my friend, I said, tell O'Neill that I'm a team guy. He's a team guy. And my team comes first. I gave my word to my team that I would be there and I have to be there. And I hung up the phone. I forfeited the opportunity to meet Mr. O'Neill, the guy that killed uh, Bin Laden. And I showed up to my team member's appointment. She loved the uh, apartment. 
I happened to be able to persuade the landlords uh, to give, I shouldn't say I, we persuaded the landlords to give her the apartment and not anybody else that was coming to look at it. And she got the apartment, I believe that night or the next day or something along those lines at a time when no one could get apartments because there were no apartments available. So you always have to be there for your team no matter what, even if a celebrity says, I want to meet you. So what the point is, is always be there for your team. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. Pretty wild story, I know, but uh, it is what it is, and I'm happy I made the decision I did. Always be there for your team if you say you're going to, and that's how you build trust and, of course, build a team. Catch you guys next time. Can I kick it? tribe that flows in layers right now fife is a point sayer at times i'm a studio conveyor mr dinkins would you please be my mayor you'll be doing us a really big favor boy this track really has a lot of flavor when it comes to rhythms quest is your savior follow us for the funky behavior make a note on the rhythm we gave you feel free drop your pants check your hair do you like the garments that we wear I instruct you to be the obeyer, a rhythm recipe that you'll savor. Doesn't matter if you're minor.